0: of the Digging Deeper podcast, Ronan Van Gosh, General Manager of Ignite's Software Construction Division, shares insights derived from the change in contractors' adoption and use of software since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Hi, welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast. I'm Larry Stewart with Four Construction Pros. I want you to meet today Ronan Van Gosh, who's uh, the General Manager uh, of Ignite's construction operation. And um, Ronan and I uh, ha- started having a conversation about the acceleration of adoption of technology in the construction space right now, something that I've been really aware of since the pandemic started and just the conditions have kind of pushed us in that direction. Uh, really uh, kind of kind of a revolutionizing of the industry going on and how people are administering projects. Ronan, what kinds of technology are you seeing take off the most at construction, the construction contractor level?
1: Well, Larry, I'll tell you what, ever since the pandemic, it's been anything that's going to make you better able to remotely manage your projects and have fewer people on site. Um, And that, that ranges from, you know, uh, 360 degree images, drones, project management suites, but it also goes down to the more mundane, everything that enables you to have kind of these big uh, room meetings where you can't have people in person now. So things like, Uh, teams or slack uh, are coming to the forefront we're seeing a lot of adoption in that space and of course everything to do with document management and and governance and collaboration between parties that are remote Uh, those are kind of those are big Uh, you know we're seeing very rapid adoption of all of those and then you know here and there there are some more kind of unique and innovative uh, uh, solutions out there that are also gaining momentum uh, correspondingly things like Um, machine learning and AI to identify things automatically on the job site, trigger alerts and so forth. It's a really broad-based kind of rapid adoption cycle that we're going through right now.
0: But the thing that's really interesting to me is, you know, as you go through that list, a few of those things are, are really sort of elemental to, you know, the, the, uh, some of the pioneers of, of improving the profitability of construction projects. Getting people together from, uh, at, on the construction site and talking with somebody who's got a 30,000 foot view of the construction operation overall so that the two of those people can make the right decisions on the site to, to uh, move that project most cost effectively uh, toward its conclusion. And then getting the, op- the owner involved and the engineers and the architects and all the people that need to be around to make those decisions. And that's really been kind of one of the, to me, at least, one of the really interesting things from a construction contractor standpoint is that that guy out there on the project site is making decisions every day, all day long, about what's going to happen next. And suddenly, with this technology, he's got the ability to, to you know make those decisions in a very informed kind of way.
1: That's right, Larry. You know, one of the one of the big challenges when you're talking about this, especially with everybody kind of being remote, is making sure that everybody's on the same page. Right? You you mentioned. Kind of the architect on the one hand the owner's representative on the other the guy kind of making the decisions out in the field um, all of them need to be on the same page which really means having access to the right type of information uh, in real time right you don't want somebody working off of an old set of plans you don't want uh, kind of misunderstandings to creep up so this is all about how do you get um, all of those folks in the same Uh, virtual room, if you will, when they can't be there in person, right? So that's where technology comes in. Uh, Tools like uh, Zoom that we're talking over right now, or Slack or Teams, uh, collaboration uh, suites like Ignites that enables the access to documents and kind of making sure that everybody's got the latest set of everything and can share it securely from anywhere. That that plays a big role, and I I don't think this is going away anytime soon. Well... um... What are the fast
0: adopters doing to get up to speed quickly with these kinds of technologies? Let's talk, talk, talk about sort of the simpler stack, the stuff that, that directly addresses, you know, that, that sort of profitability, keep the job rolling thing, like what we've been talking about, the collaboration tools and that sort of thing. You
1: know, one of the things that, that I think is important to recognize is that, that these days, once the pandemic hit, everybody became a fast adopter. Right uh, to, to your question, there was no choice. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, the entire industry came to a halt and realized that things could not continue the way they've been going, simply because it was not allowed to continue. Right, um, and so you saw within the space of weeks uh, a lot of companies that were very hesitant about technology, that were very reluctant to kind of move forward, immediately start to accelerate plans and. I think the transformation that we experienced within the first few months of the pandemic uh, would have taken years to happen without the pandemic. But you know, to, more specifically to your question, we find that companies that are successful in kind of adopting technology at scale, um, especially kind of when they're trying to do so fast, um, Start with from some sort of base, right? So maybe there's a, an experiment that's happening in a specific job site or in a specific project led by the team uh, on the ground, right? Some of the best practices that we've seen in the industry are you know, the folks that are making the decision for the organization at the IT level, looking at these natural experiments, if you will, that are happening in the field and seeing what's successful and then rolling that up and deploying it across across the organization. Um, so kind of leveraging the experiments that are already happening to, and that have been successful, have proven themselves to kind of make the broader leap. So the
0: ex- experiments being, you know they're they're beta testing a software or something like that.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, you- so so if, even even beyond a beta test, right? So so I'll give you an example. Um, one of our customers, um, a large GC started working uh, with Ignite on a specific uh, project uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, and that's where it started, right? The rest of the organization learned uh, from that successful deployment and then made kind of the broader deployment across the organization. So after having experimented successfully, adopting and rolling out. Now, one of the big challenges here obviously is especially when you're talking about the construction industry, you'll hear a lot of folks complaining about how uh, some users are reluctant to adopt new technology and new tools. That always is a challenge uh, for the industry. And one of the best practices here is making sure that the onboarding process and the training for the users is at least on par with kind of the ambition of the technology that you're trying to roll out, right? That's, that's going to be key uh, to being successful every time.
0: Sure. And in your experience, what kinds of things did contractors do to accelerate that process uh, in, you know, in last, terms of last spring? You know, when, when it became obvious that they needed to get the, you know, the, the Dallas con, the contract with the project in Dallas, yeah. you know, maybe it's not the best example, but just using that as a, as a general example, you know, what are, what did contractors do to, to push that technology into their business flow faster uh, in the, the context of a pandemic than they would have normally.
1: Oh, in, in, the early, in the early days of the pandemic, you saw wholesale adoption, folks kind of running to, to make sure that business can continue. Um, I, I wouldn't say that anybody knew at the time exactly what the right approach uh, was. And so we saw folks just scaling things up uh, as fast as they could and rolling them out. This was the difference between continuing work on your projects and, and stopping all work yeah um as as folks are kind of now we're looking to emerge from the pandemic you're going to see uh you're going to see that accelerating in fact i don't think i don't think it's going to slow down because uh folks have seen the value and kind of they understand what they can achieve now with new technology um so i think uh any reluctance that that was there in the past is now well in the history books.
0: I assume that that uh, you know one of the the, the necessary uh, um, inputs to to accelerating that adoption was probably an increase in in implementation budget. Um, they probably spent more money getting. it. Well,
1: wow. so so this is this is the interesting part because when you look at where the money is spent on technology, right? Uh, there's there's uh, two approaches you can take. One is you can say, look, you know, technology is a cost center. Um, we're gonna try to minimize our spend. Um, the other is to say, well, let's see where we can get technology to really increase productivity, uh, to improve our margins. And I'll give you an example. So for example, if, a, if an Ignite customer knows that they're working always off of the correct set, set of blueprints uh, and, um, you know, rework is going to be dramatically reduced, uh, that's going to impact their bottom line, right? So you could say, well, we're going to go and we're going to ask for additional budget uh, for, uh, for this to be rolled out. Or you can say, look, we're, we've proven this out. We know that there's savings. Uh, here to be had, we're going to fund it through the savings that, that that are coming. And this is just one example. There's there's dozens and dozens of others. For example, the fact uh, that you're able to uh, make sure that folks on the job site have access to these massive files without having to wait for minutes for these things to download over a cellular network, uh, you know, another example of major savings, right? So you, you, could, you could look at uh, the technology and just consider the costs, it's usually unwise. The right way to look at, it's, at this is holistically and see uh, the cost, yes, but also some of the gains, uh, which can be pretty dramatic when you roll out technology strategically.
0: Yeah, and so the, the, this pandemic experience has sort of pushed a bunch of contractors through that process lots faster than they would have in the past. Probably they spent more money getting that implementation done and suddenly realize, wait, you know, uh, the amount additional amount of money I spent actually saved me
1: more money. Because that's absolutely true. But, you know, to be fair, we are seeing a lot of folks in the industry kind of looking at their IT spend. There's dozens of applications that are being used in some of these uh, companies to achieve sometimes overlapping uh, goals. So especially these days, uh, you're seeing a lot of folks kind of look at what they've got and, and saying, "Okay, what's really going to make an impact? You know, what can we do without? What can we get uh, from a solution that we are already paying for?" And then really making the cost-effective choice. And I think that's that's always kind of a, a sound, uh, sound mindset as long as you understand kind of the true value of what you're what you're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah. I wonder, did, did uh, ignite measure any change in your business that's kind of a good indication of how much more acceleration, how much more adoption of technology uh, happened in, in
1: 2020? Yeah, it, we, we do. Um, I don't have the, the numbers to, to share with you right now, but one of some of the interesting trends we've seen is we can we can monitor, the progress of the pandemic in various parts of the world by the usage that we're getting right so when folks are in the office they're using certain ignite products when they're working remotely they're using different ignite products and we can sort of see how with time folks are moving in and out of the office onto the job site away from the job site one of the interesting um things here that, that has to do with this is this issue of uh, kind of ransomware attacks and security threats that, that folks are experiencing right so as folks as companies kind of move to work remotely, their workers, their employees are now working from usually unmanaged uh, environments right so you're seeing folks working from their, the desktops at home using their you know Wi-Fi networks that might not be secure that they're also using Netflix to watch to watch Netflix or, or their kids are going to school on, and what we have seen is a dramatic rise uh, in attacks um, on uh, construction companies everywhere. Right, so um, we are getting a tremendous uh, increase in the inbound calls to govern the data. Right, so to secure and govern. So being able to easily recover from these ransomware attacks, being able to make sure that you know who's accessing the data from where and why, being able to, for example, make sure that all your documents are retained. You might have warranties, you might have legal obligations that you need to to comply with. And if somebody's working off of their home desktop, that becomes much more challenging, right? So those are all things that we're seeing in the data um from our from our customers uh, and I think uh, reflect a much bigger underlying uh, trend in the industry
0: yeah that's that's interesting uh, um, it makes perfect sense I hadn't heard about uh, about that risk though um, uh, what what uh, what kind of steps are, are contractors taking to to uh, to, to secure that, the, those data um, access points? Yeah, no, I, th- I think
1: that's a, that's a great question. The, the more uh, informed and advanced uh, folks in the industry are deploying solutions that enable them to, uh, first of all, secure the content, making sure that even if they're attacked, uh, they have the ability to recover from that attack uh, pretty quickly. There's a raft of solutions out there to enhance the security of uh, of kind of usage, data usage, uh, but really the important thing to facilitate this entire vision is being able to centralize all your content, know where all your content resides, and have company-wide policies that can be enforced centrally uh, to make sure that folks can't uh, kind of bring in risks. Uh, and if they do bring, ri- bring in risks or, or cause issues that the company is able to recover.
0: As you work with customers, especially those that have, have you know, really accelerated adoption in the last uh, eight, 10 months, um, what, what's the, the biggest impact kind of change that they've been able to make in their businesses as a result of their adoption of these technologies?
1: You know, I th- that's a fantastic question. And I think the answer... Uh, really depends on the types of organizations uh, that you're looking at. One of the things that I can tell you, uh, which I think, by the way, is not construction specific. I think, I think that applies to to the business world in general. Is the understanding that business does not necessarily have to be localized, right? So a lot of the professions that are participating in the effort are working on a specific project can reside in remote locations. And you know, I'll, I'll give you my own personal example. I have always been resistant, uh, resistant to the idea of remote work. Um, I no longer am. I'm hiring folks in a variety of different uh, places around the US and the world. And guess what? They're productive. Um, and that I think uh, is a fantastic option for folks that are looking to hire you know, the right folks for the right job Um, it might have cost implications because some uh, locations are more expensive than others Um, and the important thing is with all these tools that we're deploying you know originally for the purpose of dealing with a pandemic now we can expand uh, this the notion of this and and make it available even once we emerge from the pandemic and kind of go back uh, to doing business in a more traditional sense. Big changes are happening around the world. And one of the cool things that we've never had before is the ability to kind of take these uh, changes and really uh, implement them in a way that drives business going forward. Um, It's it's not just about dealing with what we have, it's about uh, kind of rising beyond it, taking all the learnings that we've been able to kind of achieve uh, during this unfortunate time and then making them making them count making making this better for business uh, making it better for uh, the teams that are working on the various projects um, and uh, just you know going where the future leads us
0: yeah you know and it's a that's a great point cuz you know i always think of the construction industry as being sort of hyper competitive you know that whole low bid mentality you know you're you're out there bidding work all the time and you're and and you're you're uh, uh, Competition—the people that are that are also bidding that same work—really do put a lot of pressure on you. And here, you've got a whole, you know, segment of the of the construction industry that's really stepped up its game with technologies that we know are going to going to reduce their their costs. They're going to, you know, they're going they're going to cut down on rework. As you mentioned before they're going to cut down on a lot of wasteful uh, old-time wasteful construction practices so you know right now the, the the idea that you know even if we were to return to normal you know and come the end of the quarter which is unlikely uh, but even if we were to return to normal You've, if if you haven't made these these investments and, and and moved your company forward, you're going to be behind the eight ball, uh, and 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 these guys are going to accelerate away as they get more accustomed to the technologies that they've put in place, find more uses for them, start using all the little features uh, and, and, and then all the new technologies like you mentioned before with 360 video and drones and, and all the things that can, you know, add a whole nother element of productivity and uh, advancement to a construction operation. Couldn't have said it better, completely agree. <laughs> well, I've really enjoyed the conversation, Ronan, and uh, I, uh, I hope we'll, we'll have a chance to uh, check in with you again in the future and find out more about how things have gone as, the, uh, as, as, as more of these, these adoptions happen. And uh, so I, I, I thank you for being with us. Thanks, Larry. I really enjoyed the conversation as well, and I'm looking forward to uh, doing this again. All right. I'm Larry Stewart with 4constructionpros.com. Thanks so much for tuning into the Digging Deeper podcast. You keep uh, showing up and we'll keep digging. Thanks so much.